0: If you are looking for relevant and high-quality links for your business, then you need to check out BBBuzz.com. BBBuzz gives you real links from relevant websites. They also have a 100% transparency policy on how and where they get you your links. BBBuzz also gives you 24-7 access to their project tracker that lists the prospective client as well as the link's progress. BBBuzz is the creative, personable, link-building outreach you need that gets you the quality paid and unpaid links you want. Go to bbbuzz.com to learn more. That's b-i-b-i-buzz.com. If you aren't using promotional apparel and merchandise to get your name out there, you are missing a big opportunity. A study by Georgia Southern University showed that 71.6% of respondents who received a promotional product remembered the name of the company, and 76.3% had a favorable attitude toward the brand. Since 2015, Green Monkey Promotions has been a leader in helping businesses select targeted, cost-effective, and industry-relevant promotional items and corporate apparel that truly set them apart from the competition. With over 750,000 unique promotional items available and corporate-branded apparel, including the top brand names and clothing, Green Monkey can get your name out there or, if you already have uniforms, save you thousands every year by replacing them with high-quality apparel that you actually own. Green Monkey can even assist with product warehousing, inventory management, and order fulfillment services. Check out Green Monkey by going to greenmonkeypromotions.com and email them with the code MIKE2021 to get 10% off your order. And you know, now that your audience is asleep, uh, I, you know,
1: <laughs> but I, I, I transitioned because there were a couple of reasons. One is, um, the you know, I think you're like me in the sense that you like to master things. You like to really understand something and figure out a way to simplify. It. You know, there are people who you hand them a machine with 12 parts. They'll hand it back to you with six and it works more efficiently. Yeah. 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 And you're, you're that guy. And I think I hopefully I, hopefully I'm that guy. The problem is with Christian theology, um, you couldn't, I couldn't simplify it. I mean, I, I couldn't simplify it and still have
0: it be true.
1: Yeah. And and I, and I the culture that I was writing to, I think many, many people believe in that culture that we were given all the answers. And the more I wrote and the more I inspected, the more questions I had and the more convinced I became that we haven't been given very many answers at all.
0: So um, you're about to hear an interview with Don Miller, who I consider a personal friend and just a lovely human being. And uh, I think this interview, you've probably heard millions of interviews with Don Miller now. He's so popular. His stuff is so good. But this interview may be the most unique one. You're going to discover his gun safe. Or is it a gun safe? All right, listen on in. I'm
1: using a new a new camera and it looks like it's filming a little bit dark, but if you like that picture, I'm good
0: with it. No, it looks it looks good. It's pretty raw. It's kinda of, hey, hold on. You wear glasses? What is I wear it? I wear readers.
1: I'm Cheater? That guy. Or or a
0: prescription. Guy. No,
1: no, no. Just just Walgreens. I buy them by the case. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I really see do. It? I'm not joking. I buy twelve at a time and I lay them all over the house. There I have like three in every every backpack,
0: every you know, they're <laughs> Those things are amazing. Yeah, I have the same Oh, they're right? unbelievable. I finally moved to progressives, which, uh, so I'm, uh, near, I'm, I'm farsighted. I can't see up closely. So, uh, not well, but even in the distance, things are now starting to blur. So I got these progressives, which it it kind of messes with your mind. You have to, wherever your nose points is what becomes clear. So if you want to read, you can't look down. You got to, you know, Ah. move down a little bit or actually more. It's like the TV. So. So tell, first of all, tell me about this, the baby. Are, are you willing to share any details, the
1: coming baby? I can. I believe I can. Yeah. My wife is a funny version of nesting. She won't put anything on Instagram. She won't, you know, she's not like making the nursery or any of that. She's just like, all of a sudden, you know, we don't, there's no, there's nobody outside of the four walls of our home. You know, like no, nobody needs to know anything. And, you know, I mean, it, it, that's just my wife's way. So, but, but she has given me permission to, to say we are pregnant, <laughs> even though we're not putting it on Instagram. Uh, I'm just, so we're, we're due June 23rd. So, I mean, we're in the third trimester or Betsy's in the third trimester. My God. Well, it's, yeah, I get it. My gosh. I'm That's looking amazing. Forward to, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know if you were like this, Mike, but I couldn't, I couldn't emotionally or rationally process it as a guy. You know, Betsy's processing it all over the place because, you know, her hormones are, are reacting because she's pregnant and the baby is now kicking and you know she's already bonding they've they're already spending quality time together if you will and that but it wasn't visually until she started really looking pregnant that I was like yeah. I started to get excited yeah I, I, oh
0: i can imagine and uh do you know what, what kind of baby you're having
1: uh yeah it's a girl we know it's a girl that's excited yeah. and we've got a that's few excited.
0: names we don't know
1: we don't know quite the name yet so i won't share that but we've got a yeah, few it, names
0: and I bet you that's the most common questions you get. What are you having? When's it due? And what's the name? It yeah. seems like, yeah.
1: I'll tell you the most common. It's, it, it, I w- wasn't expecting my friends, including you, to be so excited. So it tells me that there's something really cool is going to happen.
0: All right. So let me tell you why I'm excited. You are a good human. And, and oh, I mean, you, you know, I, I, you are extraordinary, Don. There's not many people like you. And so I'm excited for your daughter. Like, um, for a baby to grow up in a family that loves and cares, um it is is sometimes an exception, unfortunately. It is exceptional. Yeah. That's why I'm excited. I'm oh, yeah. and I you're gonna be wait. like the best father ever. I can't wait. I, I we're gonna have fun. I
1: know that. We're gonna have a good time. And uh I'm already wondering like how much entrepreneurialism do I teach her? I guess you just feel it out, kid.
0: I guess. I don't know. I, I guess for everyone's kid. their own path. I I, I have three kids. I got started very early. My first son was born when I was 21 um, and uh, just instant fatherhood and right. uh, I had a, a lot to learn. And at the end of the day, I, my only uh, advice as a father that I can depart, I think that's of any value is, and you know, this its not what we say. It's what we do. Yeah. And kids catch more than they learn. Yeah. They're so smart. They're so smart. <laughs> so, hey, I want to ask you about, um, I don't want to ask you about business made simple yet. Okay, I want to ask you about your transition from a faith-based writer yeah. to a business writer. I've I don't know of another individual that's been so successful in both genres. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it, um, I wrote um, faith-based memoirs, and the reason I wrote faith-based memoirs is because I wrote memoirs, and my and I, you know, I was somebody who went to church, and I was somebody who was raised in a Christian home, Southern Baptist, and. You know, when you're a memoirist or when you when you're you feel driven to inspect your life or, or what the way I say it, pull lint out of your belly button and hold it up to the light. Uh, inevitably, I'm going to write about, you know, all the things that that I've studied or thought about or interactions I have. So those were all faith based. I, I would say that, you know, other than maybe a book called Searching for God Knows What, which was a very I think it was an interesting book, but it was a poor attempt at a Christian personality theory mm. Uh, and now that your audience is asleep, uh, you know, (laughs) but I, I, I transitioned because there were a couple of reasons. One is, um, the, you know, I think you're like me in the sense that you like to master things. You like to really understand something and figure out a way to simplify it. You know, there are people who you hand them a machine with 12 parts. They'll hand it back to you with six and it works more efficiently. Yeah. 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 You're, you're that guy. And I think I hopefully I hopefully I'm that guy. The problem is with Christian theology. um, You couldn't I couldn't simplify it. I mean, I, I couldn't simplify it and still have it be true. Yeah. And and I and the culture that I was writing to, I think many, many people believed in that culture that we were given all the answers. And the more I wrote and the more I inspected the more questions i had and the more convinced i became that we haven't been given very many answers at all
0: oh interesting
1: and so to me i could no longer write books that had answers i could just write books that had questions and you know it's a very it, evangelical community is a very closed tribal community and you know for the for you know me to to for me to go outside of that those those frameworks if you will and say, you know, I think this. I think Judaism is interesting, and I'm curious as to the 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 you know what free market metrics explain its spread. That's not a question that they're asking or interested in asking. Right. Right. And so um, that became obvious when I made a when I made a movie about one of my books. And while the book sold a million copies, the movie, you know, only about 100,000 people went to see it, which isn't enough to fuel box office. And the reason is the movie wasn't about the fact that christians are right and other people are wrong and and so it failed at the box office and so there is a kind of message that the dominant demographic within evangelicalism is interested in and that message is we're right right right, right. and we have and we ultimately have security because we're right and that's not a knock against evangelicals that's virtually every tribe you know well, every tribe feels they're 100% sure. right sure and so i'm just They may be, and we may be, because I still pray to Jesus, and and none of my theology has really changed. I just have too many questions to write books that that market would be comfortable with. Um, And I got more interested in narrative structures, and I got more interested in Viktor Frankl's work on what makes a life meaningful, or how do you have a meaningful experience. And then I got, you know, Accenture thankfully asked me to create a project management curriculum because there was a fan over it. Accenture, who was this wonderful, very intelligent guy. And he, he asked me to work on this project management curriculum. Uh, and that entered me into the business world. And then I realized, I really like this. I'm really good at it. And I hardly ever get criticized. And when I wrote Christian books, evangelicals would light me up. I mean, oh, really? really? Oh, no. I mean, light me up. I mean, you know, I have a, I have an interest, as you know, in going into politics someday. And I know, and, I know. And somebody once told me, they said, you know, what are you going to do with all that, with all the anger and and the visceral attacks? And I said, you, you know, it'll be a break from having written Christian memoirs. It's like this is. So all of those reasons combined. Uh, and, you know, here's the other thing. I, I realized what I really loved. What I really loved was composing experiences, emotional experiences, Mm. through books, uh, not unlike a symphony or something. You're, You're sort of taking a reader through the ups and downs, and then simplifying ideas. And that's what I really loved doing. It's just that I was writing about my life as an evangelical, and now I'm writing about my life having grown a business. I get the same fulfillment. I really do. I get the exact same fulfillment. So, you know, that said, I want to make sure I don't get a bunch of emails or my customer service people always ask me to, to say a couple things. Nothing in my theology has changed. I'm not a heretic and I still pray to Jesus. So, so please, you know. <laughs>
0: Disclaimer made. Yeah, we'll have that <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So, but you weren't leaving uh, a genre as much as pursuing a genre is what I'm hearing. And, yeah, exactly. I wrote
1: seven Christian memoirs. If you write your eighth memoir, you're you're a clinical narcissist. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just a regular narcissist, as you know, Mike. I'm not a clinical one. I can't write yeah. the eighth one. I,
0: I kept it at seven. So, uh, but you, your your first book uh, in this space was Story Brand um, and yeah, w- wildly successful. Like, so it's atypical for someone to enter a space marketing. There's a lot of established names and and, and brands out there, and you came in and became the dominant force. Uh, what would you attribute that to? I think I came in through the side door. Uh, uh, I,
1: I came in, you know, really talking about ancient narrative structures and sort of Joseph Campbell kinds of material only for businesses. And while that, while some of that had been attempted, um, it hadn't been attempted really in the way that I did it. it you know, it was, you know, how to clarify a message and, and your message matters. The words that you're using to talk about your products matter. Here's an ancient framework that helps us Distill information into a narrative that's interesting, and if if you want customers to be interested, use these tools that had just never been done before. I, I will say though, um, uh, I certainly never expected you know half a million copies or anything like that. That was not even in my wildest imagination. I thought you know it'd be great to get fifty thousand books out there and talk with people who are interested in this, and it, I will be extremely fulfilled in having these conversations because I love them. I've never gotten tired of helping somebody clarify their message. It never gets old to me. And, um, and so I've, I'm very, very, to, to go back to my, my evangelical upbringing, I thank God every day that I got to pivot my career. And I certainly feel like I'm still being used somehow in his, in whatever. I, well,
0: I think we're all a tool for exactly the, for the divine. I really do. So I love that you believe that. Cause I, 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 I hope that that's true because it certainly feels true. Yeah. I, to me too. I, I'm curious about um the business though, behind it. Was that something you planned out was to build the story brand um, company effectively, or was that something that was a natural outcropping of the well?
1: Market? it's it started with um Storyline, which was a life planning conference that we we had up, like a, I think at our biggest one, we had like twenty five or twenty seven hundred people there. So it was a successful business. Story brand, the framework that we would later call story brand wasn't was created by me in order to market storyline. And we, I had no, I had no commercial interest in getting it out there. It was just a narrative structure that I'd created something similar for Accenture. And now I created it. That was for project management. This was for messaging. And then I just thought, I want to put together a little beta group. And so for free, 10 businesses flew to Nashville and we spent a couple of days together working on their brands mm-hmm. and it was just extremely obvious from the beginning that this you know this can grow to be at the time i thought a two million dollar company and last year we did 16.5 and that's only about five years later so um so I, uh, you know again just super lucky to, to you know lucky but also that's what you get sometimes when you when you chase your curiosity you, you almost always get something magical. The fact that the Venn diagram overlaps with commercial success, though, I think, is where I got lucky.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. Chase your curiosity. I'm just writing that down. So, um, yeah, so that, that's a that's an extraordinarily large company in the small business space, right? So, a sixteen right. million sixteen million plus dollar company was that fifty employees, hundred employees? I mean, that, you need we have serious. thirty. Yeah, we have thirty. Thirty is unbelievable. Seriously? Yeah, no, I never saw that coming either. We have we have thirty team members now. So th- there's a, a rule of thumb that a really profitable business will be posting two hundred thousand dollars top line per full time employee. So thirty times two hundred thousand that's a six million dollar business. Sixteen million dollars sounds like you'll be you'll be doing okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're doing okay. <laughs> you're doing okay.
1: <laughs> now it's funny how like you still wake up at three a.m. though and go, oh, yeah, yeah, right. heart's pro- still rate Profit is down by
0: one percent. We're oh gonna, my God, we're going to die! <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Tell me how the pandemic affected because you, because you do those conferences. I've, I've been to three of your events. They are absolutely fabulous. Um, how the pandemic affect you?
1: Well, like like most of us, we we went to a live stream model. We did it really early. I mean, we did it. Uh, you know, we pandemic shut us down in mid March, um, May. We were on a live stream, so we were one of the first people. I know, like Tony Robbins, took a lot of time to get there. Of course, he did it. I mean, you go to his set, and it's like a Coldplay concert or something. It's incredible. But um, you know, you know, it took him a while. And but we just we threw everything in really early and achieved some success. And then we invented, you know, because we thought we don't know where we're going to get cash tomorrow because eighty percent of our revenue is dependent on people getting on airplanes and coming to Nashville. Yeah. So I thought this, how am I going to keep everybody, you know, I'm going to have to let people go. And I, that's the last thing I wanted to do. And um, so we did a live stream called Donald Miller teaches writing. And I think we charged like $149 for it or something like that. Maybe it was 99. I can't remember, but we, but we had 5,700 people sign up for that. And then we did, uh, do, uh, uh, we did Donald Miller teaches productivity, which had thousands of people and, so we actually had our best year ever and our highest profit margin ever. In fact, this year, because we strategically decided not to do those things again, that we 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 really only sell a few, we only sell three products and we're going to double down on those products and not do extra products. Right. This year, it's actually going to be a challenge to beat last year. Now, I've never not beaten my previous year. So I'm very, very serious about making it happen. But it's going to be a
0: challenge to do it. And are you going back
1: to the live conference model? We, we, are, we are thinking about doing that in the fall. Uh, and we will, we will certainly do both live and uh, we will certainly do live stream. There's no question about that. And we're thinking about doing a live one in the fall, but aren't quite sure yet.
0: Did, did you see something different for the consumer, the, the way they engage virtually versus live? Well,
1: we had small groups in our in our live streams. We had small group leaders, uh, literally like two hundred of them, That's smart. and so they were able to interact with coaches. I actually think we had, you know, it was one third the cost to attend our live stream. Plus, you didn't have to fly. I think you got more coaching on the live stream than you did live and in person. Now, you can't beat a live interaction, but because the, because it's you're limited by time. And because you can mute yourself, the whole, everything just got much more streamlined. Yeah, And um, I was actually shocked that as we certify business coaches and as we certify marketing guides, I think they got more out of it. And we were able to get through the same content much quicker because we weren't in a, in a room live. It was just much more efficient. So, uh, you know, I, there there's always trade-offs and, and a lot of people learn in person really, really well. And of course they miss that. But in terms of the value that we we gave, uh, we will we will always have live conferences and live certifications because the value we just discovered is extremely high.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I dare say I was emailing with Lindsay, your assistant. Yeah, or not? Uh, well, she's on my team. Yeah, not Lindsay. Uh, Mel. Yep, Mel. Mm-hmm. No, Mel. with Mel, and uh, she's like, "Oh, Don's over at, at Tony Robbins. It was I can't even remember what it was about, but." You spoke at, at Tony Robbins' conference uh, relatively recently, I believe, right? Yeah, I've done it five or six times. And Oh, wow. Uh, What's that I experience? Just, that? Well,
1: I mean, his live audience is like driving a Ferrari. <laughs> he, he attracts such wonderful human beings, Mike. Yes. They really are just wonderful human beings. And he's a wonderful human being. You know, so, so that's no surprise. Uh, so I did a bunch of live stuff. And he has me speak, speak at Business Mastery. So I'm not speaking at, you know, Uh, unleash the power within or any of that. But um, he has me speak at business mastery and I cover messaging and marketing. And um, then, but then I did it recently. I I think like two weeks ago and he bought a whole warehouse in Florida right near his home. And he's got a stage inside there that it really does feel like you're on stage at a Coldplay concert. And he's got massive you know, I don't know, fifty feet by hundred feet screens up on in in front of you and behind you the whole time you're teaching, and and you literally see hundreds of people, and I mean, I literally, I, I you know, I I was like, hey, you know, uh so and so, it's good to see you guys uh, over there in Israel because he had an Israeli flag behind him, and the guy just looks shocked. You know, I'm like, no, we're really. We're really interacting. We're really yeah, yeah, talking yeah. to each other. And, and you know, we do that here, but we just do it with like big screen televisions, not with like a hundred foot by 50 foot screens. And then his team is just, you know, they're just top notch. And I can't say enough about the organization. They do a great job. Yeah,
0: It was great to see some organizations. He's one of them that I observed that just elevate their game during the COVID pandemic. Totally, totally. And that's hard to do yeah.
1: when you're doing things at the level he's doing. He, he spends money on, on on adding value he does
0: yeah he's because the cheap or the poor man's lobster was just do videos pump them out there sell them for 99 bucks or whatever and it's a it's a down you know download when you need it uh, right from the comfort of your couch and then some people yourself tony um i saw some others uh, robin robbins who's in nashville elevate and and actually pursue deeper engagement which was almost counterintuitive um yeah yeah and, and actually Robin Robbins. do you know her? And I don't know. No, I've I've not even heard. Oh her. my I, I, I gotta introduce you at some point. She has a similar size business, um, but they exclusive as yours. They exclusively serve IT companies. They do four live events a year. For oh their- yes. No, I did meet her. She's wonderful. I spoke
1: yeah. at one Relentless of her. Relentless
0: red, they call her. Yeah, I, I spoke at one of her events. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So um she she and I—we talk maybe once a quarter or something. Just you know, just touch base and stuff. Yeah. She started this company called Big Red Media. It's how to do these virtual events. She started at the beginning of 2020, uh, or right after the COVID pandemic, say two months after March, and uh, five million in 2020. And this year, they're like we we think we can double that. Wow. And, and that's just a little kind of. Yeah. You know, outcrop. So she has, so. She has a great team too. She's a great team. Yeah, a great team. Actually, talk, talk about teams. Where do you find your people? If you have 30 people that can run a 16 million plus dollar company, they have to be extraordinary. How do you find great people? We hire slow.
1: Now we now I I also will fully admit, my first three or four hires, I cannot believe how lucky I got.
0: Mm. Was you JJ know, one of the
1: first? JJ was up there, Kula was there, Tim Schurer was there, Kyle Reed was there. Uh, you know, those were all in the first five or ten hires. And, um, you know, just talk about people who were good at execution, uh, you know, b- people who would give a massive return on their paycheck. Uh, you know, I, I got really lucky out of the shoot. Not only that, but as a writer, you know, I can go into I'm, I'm, I'm right now I'm in a bunker in the back of the garage, like a cinder block bunker. Oh, I remember you showed yeah. me
0: that. I didn't realize that's the finished bunker now. It is, yeah. I mean, can you
1: spin around? Is there anything else to show there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well, what it is, it's just a 10 by 12 room. And uh, and uh, let's this see. Is cool. But there's whiteboards on both sides. Super cool. And that's actually, that's at that map of America back there yeah. um, is a gun safe. <laughs> so you actually- No you, way! Yeah, you pull the map of America- off the wall and there's a gun safe i don't own any guns so it's just it's what it's literally water pistols for kids um, <laughs> is it really yeah totally hold on i'll I, you want me to
0: let's see yeah if, sure i gotta see this this on, is I take my, hey, where are the pins in there i gotta it's gonna be it's
1: gonna be fuzzy but
2: yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god that is the coolest thing ever. So for our listeners, he just opened it up and pulled pulled a water pistol out and started shooting it at me. I got squirted in the eye. That's right. If you if you try to rob me, you're gonna get. You'll, wet. I you'll will squirt you the wet. shit out of someone.
1: <laughs> I will get you wet. <laughs> that is
0: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So I, you know, and and I'm so happy down in this room that I can come out once a week and and meet with the team. And, and, you know, what I just said is a recipe for disaster. And yet the people that I hired were able to run a company and manage themselves and manage, you know, uh, customer expectations and all that kind of stuff without needing constant micromanagement for me. And so that was really lucky. And then, then we started getting wise and we, and we just, we, you know, we, we have a rule rock stars only, and we take a long time to hire somebody um, we, we do let people go relatively quickly and it's almost never because they're not competent or they're not really good at their at, w- at what they do it's more because we miscalculated the, f- the person that we actually needed and they don't have that, mm. that so but we do let we do let people know we give a great severance when when it doesn't work out that's happened you know just three or four times
0: um but you know it's it's just higher slow fire high quick I mean and it, culture I'm sure is Massively important for you. Culture
1: is really important, and and you know we just had a conversation this morning because uh, and we 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 said this: the most important element in creating a great culture is winning. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't set people up to win, and the organization is not winning, you are going to have a fight on your hands to create a positive culture. So what you know, culture is not a ping pong table and 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 a breakfast bar. Culture is winning. And, you know, you can have a ping pong table I have nothing against that, but you want to mess with people's morale. You just chalk up a few losses in a row. And at that point, you're really, you're hurting your people. So everything for us emphasizes uh, what our three strategic objectives are, what those goals are, uh, when we're going to accomplish them and how you participate in that accomplishment and that all that stuff, we try to make as much of it measurable as possible.
0: Hey man, you dropped a hammer when you came out with Business Made Simple. I mean, it's clearly—at least it's clear to me—where the vision is now is that you're going to be the definitive source for for business resources. So, so tell me, what's the master plan that you have going on?
1: Well, I mean, Business Made Simple is uh, you know a book that I wish somebody would have handed me in my early twenties because it yeah. would—it <laughs> would, it <laughs> yeah, it would have stimulated my entrepreneurial imagination. And you know, th- the book really came about because I had hired a few people who were very very intelligent they had a lot of experience in large organizations you know Harvard degrees and um, and came to realize pretty quickly they weren't actually great at growing a, a small business you know they, they were actually great if they had enormous you know 500 million dollars uh, they they were great and I mean that they would they would have been really really great but when it comes time to bootstrapping a business um, I don't think they were able to do it. And you start realizing that at business school, they teach you, you know, you read a white paper on trade with China and you you study a 1973 Volkswagen ad and you don't need any of that to grow a business. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't need to even understand mergers and acquisitions. You don't need to understand private ac- equity. You don't need to understand venture capital. You don't need to understand, you know, you don't understand any of that unless you want to be chairman of the Fed or something. You know, that's only one person. So the rest of us have to actually figure out how to grow a business. So, you know, I, I, the way I grew a business was I treated it like an airplane. And, you know, you and know, I have talked about this before. There's the, cock- this there's the cockpit, which is your leadership. And there's about five or six things the leadership needs to be working on. Then there's the, the right engine, which is your messaging and marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. The body is your overhead. And the fuel tank is your cash flow. And so if you can manage those six parts of a business and keep them in proportion to each other, the airplane will fly. But mess up one of them and you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, mess up two of them and you're going to crash. Yeah. And the, the only thing you can't, you you can't mess up cash flow. And that's why I tell everybody about your books is because that's the one thing you, you, you can, have, have, a, you can have a perfectly engineered airplane and you, you run out of fuel and it's going to crash. And so you've got to manage cash flow really well. But if you can understand those six components of a business and how to run them, everything else is just is just business speak and. Stuff you don't need to know. Now, unless you're in mergers and acquisitions, if that's what you do. If you're in high finance, then you do need to understand stuff. But if you're selling plungers or you're a locksmith or you're a real estate agent or a financial advisor, these are the six things
0: you got to get right. I think it's an excellent illustration. Uh, what, what about the the business behind the book? Uh, you have uh, Business Made Simple, the university. Um that's continuing to expand. It looks like. Yeah, totally. We we have now about 17,000
1: people who subscribe. It's $275 for a full year. Uh, we we've never raised our prices and we don't see a price raise in coming. And now we're excited because, uh, we have about 10 or 11 online courses that teach all aspects of business. Uh, and then we're adding a monthly coaching call from me where, uh, I will be on a live stream once a month. The, the one coming up in May, I'm teaching sales. So right now I'm guiding Berkshire Hathaway Home Services through an effort to double their home sales within three years. And I'm gonna teach the method that I'm using with Berkshire Hathaway. And you know that's 275 bucks, but you get 11 more live streams and you get 10 courses. And then in January of next year, we're actually launching an online day planner that takes your tasks and move them over to the, the next day. And you can create your life plan and have a day planner inside the platform, and it, it's still going to be 275 bucks. So our whole thing is just more and more and more value. And, uh, and we, you know, we hope, to, we hope to have 250,000 people in our online platform by 2025. And, you know, we've got 17,000, 18,000 now, so we've got a long way to go. But we're hoping that that works
0: this is the, the masterclass, uh, that's, that's actively advertised, but specifically for business. I mean, you do not, uh, do not miss this opportunity. Everyone listening to show every subscriber of mine, go to business made simple, uh, Don, before I let you go, uh, we're confirmed for October 18th. Uh, we are, you're coming to Goose Hill and
1: that's the deadline to get the barn done. Uh, yeah, you gotta
0: hurry up. So, uh, Jeff Walker, uh, is excited to join us. He's yeah i've spent a little
1: brilliant. time with jeff I, I went out to durango and met with him and and spoke at his thing and then we were at blackberry farm with michael hyatt and uh he's
0: a wonderful guy just just smart he's such an affable guy, guy. I, I i love him was just common theme brilliant he's um but brilliant. but james clear is coming back everyone's coming back i haven't heard from ryan holiday yet but uh everyone else is coming back so thank you for hosting us and, i can't uh, thank, wait yeah i can't wait to either and uh yeah, the baby will be there. I can't wait to meet the baby. The baby will be here. You'll meet.
1: You'll meet her. Oh, also, uh, the only thing that we ask, uh, we'll pay for food and everything. Bring your favorite children's book. Oh, because we're gonna build. We're gonna build a massive children's book library here at Goose Hill. Uh, I like that for kids.
0: I, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna put some thought into it. I have a. Uh... favorite from the 70s i don't even know if it's still around the one that i was raised to my father read to me every night i think there's a i think there's a kid's book in you about finance and or or a kid's book about being i may have written it yeah um so the money bunnies may be coming out it's october we would absolutely love that i'm working with my illustrator now so uh my listening friends i asked don if you just stay with me for one more second because he's got something really cool going on Tell me the details about this. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh,
1: my favorite thing to do, and I've only done it live in front of like our workshop audiences, but it is literally my favorite thing to do is to throw your website up on a screen and tell you everything that I think is wrong with it and what you should do to fix it. So, you know, I'll give you a new tagline. I give you a new header. I'll, I'll give you a new call to action and all that kind of stuff. Well, with COVID, I haven't been able to do it. And it's literally, it's kind of like doing card tricks. You, you know, people are just oohing and on And it's just sort of fun. You've seen me do it live. Dollar, well, we, we decided we're going to record one every Wednesday. And it's called Website Wednesday. We'll post it to YouTube. We did one last week. And we're doing one tomorrow, which is a Wednesday. Mike and I are recording this on a Tuesday. But if you want me to do yours, just go to businessmadesimple.com slash website. All you do is enter your domain. And that goes into a hat and we literally will do 52 of them this year and i'm lobbying my team to do one every single weekday because you know it's hard though because i i red ink them and then i hand them to emily and emily actually makes a new website she makes it as a pdf and then we literally put them on the screen next to each other and we've done um we've done a company that that sells balloons almost like a florist but they sell balloons oh, cool. we've done a a laundry uh a dry cleaner out of, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, we, we just did a travel agent. Uh, I think she's in Atlanta and it's, it's so fun. And the before and afters will amaze you. So if you, if you look at your website, you say, I don't know what to do this thing. I don't know how to make it better. Go to com slash website, enter your domain. You'll be entered in a hat. There'll be 52 winners at least this year, but I'm, I'm hoping for more.
0: That is so cool. It's completely free. There's no charge to enter. Website Wednesday, and you know, and Don, you know this, but for our listeners, my entire team, we flew down to meet with you. You were so gracious. You spent a, a full day with us on your dime, your time. I, I'm still blown away by this, Don, and uh, helped us rebuild our websites. And the conversion for us within the day we went live went up 130% and has sustained, and that is now years ago. We couldn't be helping anybody better. That's- uh, and, and that's that's what, you know,
1: it's so weird to have been so, have so much fun and, and fulfillment writing memoirs and now have so much fun and fulfillment making new websites for people. I don't know why, I don't know why it's fun, but it's a blast and I love doing it. It's
0: the mystery, that's how it works. It is. Don, thanks again. Thank you. I gotta tell you, I love Don Miller. I love him. What was your first impression? I don't, don't tell me that you got away from this, but what was your first impression, Amy and Jeremy? Of Don Miller from this interview.
2: From this interview, um, it's hard because I've met him. I've had the pleasure of yeah. meeting him because of you. But um, uh, there's warmth. He's just warm. warmth. Yeah. What about you, Jerry? I like that.
3: so. I'm biased because yeah, because we 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 hung out with Don. Um, I I like how his the way his brain operates is like he can almost take like a top level thing and distill it down. Yeah. So smooth. Yeah. It, yeah. So eloquent, like, how it, how it lays out and makes perfect sense. Even if it's like something, you know, difficult, he's, he's really good at
2: that. Yeah.
0: I loved, um, that he's so purpose-based. I just thought it was such an interesting transition from, uh, religious and faith-based memoirs to writing about business.
2: Yeah.
0: And for me, I was like, I don't see that transition. I don't get how it works. But for him, it was just another version of expressing his faith. I also thought it's pretty bold, but appropriate to challenge uh, his faith, which I think you said he was Baptist, right?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> and I thought to, that's
0: Yeah. To still have the faith, but also to see hypocrisy and be bold enough to speak about it. Right. Right. I was impressed by that. And to I st- think he-
2: still speak of it and to still, you know, um, I don't know. Somebody else might then shy away from the topic like, oh, that could be tricky waters kind of thing. But he he can still can shy at no, all. doesn't shy away from it. And he and, and nothing to shy away from. As a matter of fact, I mean, he's just very open and, and easy about it. This is who I am. And this is what, you know, I was having these questions and yes. I didn't fit there at that, you know, with that genre anymore. So I it was really interesting.
3: Yeah. That's what got me is when he said he couldn't write books with answers because obviously when it comes to religion, there's a lot of things that are unanswered. Um, so he could only write about questions and then that's when he switched.
0: I also thought, um, it's interesting. This isn't just religion. Anyone, any kind of organization that goes to an extreme belief. Ultimately, I wonder if it becomes hypocritical. Um, Religions is an easy example to pick on because it's so recognized, but I wonder if there's any community that just becomes so staunch in their beliefs that this is the way things are ultimately implies hypocrisy because everything's fluid. There is, I don't want to, I don't know if there is any such thing as a singular truth. Yeah. I I don't know. I I thought that was just very interesting.
2: It is interesting. I know the longer I stick around, the more I know, I don't know. (laughs) That's how I feel. Same thing, right? I I know less. I know less all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's, especially when you think about like, um, you know, physics and quantum physics and everything that they're learning. Apparently now it is actually possible that we could be in a simulation, um, like new data's come out. I can't explain it, but it's, it's just mind boggling. Like, I mean, it could be, you know, future humans have created this uh, simulation that we now live in and we don't know.
2: Right. Lots of questions lots of questions you
0: know jeremy and i had a, a conversation around our beliefs and stuff like that and so uh, i do believe the argument that the universe like the actual physical universe if that's even the right choice of words is infinite right that you go past the solar system and you keep going it's just it's infinite and within infinity exists infinite possibilities i mean if there's infinite space everything has to exist in infinity and therefore if everything exists Everything's possible, right? right? Which then brings me to the point: if everything's possible, then it could be a simulation. Why not? Right. Right. It, it, you know, but also, but with that belief, I stop challenging other people's beliefs. Like if someone says, "You know, God exists and God's is a gray-haired, bearded guy," I'm like,
2: maybe it's a possibility. That's true. That's true. There's no God's point. Woman,
0: possibility. Yeah. God's a source of energy. Possibility. Like, like, it's very hard. And, and I choose not to believe, for example, in ghosts and stuff. Right. We had a conversation at home about this yesterday. And there's a, there's talk that there's a ghost in our building right here. I've chosen not to believe in it. Other people do believe in ghosts. And I, I, Amy, you do, right? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. And so you could be right. Like, I have no evidence to prove right. it otherwise. And so what I realize is my own belief is just I just choose to believe something, but I have no right – no proof that I'm right or wrong. And, and it doesn't even
2: matter. Right, I'm in the same boat with the belief. Like I could totally be wrong. I'm not committed really to my idea, but there's something for me that's almost pleasant about the idea. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's, there's actually something. And like I said, I don't quote me on it. Cause I can't explain, but I, I've read about this where they zoom in on uh on the subatomic level and they're looking at molecules and they have the technology to, to use m- magnification and and see everything very vividly, but then it gets to a certain point where the technology should allow them to see further, and they can't because it's just like a b- blur, and they they can't get past that. And so that plays into the the theory of the simulation where it's it's code, and that's as far as it goes, and that's, that's like the,
0: a, the limit of the code, mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah, it's,
3: it's pretty crazy. Could be
0: hey, so we, hey listen, if this is a simulation, it's a video game. It's a damn good one. <laughs> And yeah. uh, and it also means that then everything can exist, right? If it's a simulation, everything exists. So The ghost exists. Right, right. All it all exists that is
2: there.
0: Yeah. So I th- I think it's it's pretty interesting. Do you know that this morning they announced in the news that uh, man, humankind has just put a flying object in on on Mars, yes. meaning they have the yeah they got rover the, the, their, Yeah, that was cool. A drone. They're flying drones around.
2: There. Yep, that is awesome. That's, this is unbelievable times we're in living our in our lifetime. In, yep. Times we're living in. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, but think
3: think about in another couple hundred years. What we'll be weird. doing, right? It, oh, I mean, we're unimaginable. It's like, we're we're barely scraping the surface of
2: this. And now we're moving in such huge leaps forward each time. And it's it's crazy. If you think about what my if I keep thinking, my grandparents who have passed, if they showed up in my house today and saw the technology. I'm, they couldn't even wrap their head around it. They could not even comprehend what it was. I was trying to show them on a cell phone or show them uh, these computers and the Zoom calls and everything else. It's crazy. So
0: the one thing is we have to consider that as a possibility, like your grandparents showing up. What they're what is being worked on is the uh, virtual reality. You know, the very early stuff now is is those video games, the um, Oculus yes, and stuff. Yeah, that's just a harbinger of things that come. And what they're doing with these deep fakes, which are technology, is they can implant, they can make people look alive and real. So if you watch the most recent Star Wars, um, who's the actress who played Princess Leia? I can't remember
2: her name. Um, it's Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher.
0: Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher um, is in the movie in her younger state. You know, she's passed, unfortunately. Yeah. There she is in the movie. To me, indistinguishable. Indistinguishable. Well, that technology exists. They're doing movies now. The price point's coming down. So one of the ideas is for people to use it in therapy and stuff like this. You, you know, you lost a loved one. You didn't get to say your departing words. Throw on the helmet, and now wow. they're with you. And you're so now your grandparents. This, you have a dialogue with your grandparents. Reconnect with them. There they are. Oh
2: my gosh, that's so crazy.
0: That's a mind.
2: Yeah, that's a mind bend. I'm going to lose touch much. with reality pretty what? soon.
0: Yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe we have our masks on right now. Maybe you're wearing the Oculus, Amy. This is your game, Amy. That's
2: it. I like that. I like that perspective.
0: Yeah. Can you make me a better guitarist? <laughs> your game? Sure, sure, sure. Like, I got him. Up the hard.
2: level, up the level, up Thank the level. you. Yeah, are yeah. <laughs> up to 11 for Okay, you got it. I also loved what – oh, sorry, Jeremy. You go ahead.
0: Okay. go ahead. No, no, you. No, no, no. no both of you. The same okay, people. well, let's go at the yeah. same time. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right, I just want to say this. I don't have a lot to say about it, but I love when he said, when you chase your curiosity, you almost always get something magical. That was like, Oh yes. Yeah. I like that. That landed. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead.
3: I forget what oh, I was say. it was. Come on. Did you really? Yeah. I, I really forget. It was like a, just something. Uh, so common.
0: the two other takeaways then he's having a baby. I'm so excited. And you heard me say it for it, I'm not excited for the baby. I'm excited that he is a father because he's such a good human. I'm excited for the baby.
2: Too. Yeah. You're excited for the baby that, that Don's her dad. Dad. Nice yeah, dad. dad.
0: My favorite thing though was that's that safe. Like I had no idea.
2: I wish I want to see the video. I didn't. I'm-
0: oh, you couldn't see. Yeah. So there he is. He's sitting in his, he calls it the bunker room and it is in the ground. I've been there. Um, It's in the basement, but there, I don't think there's any windows. And uh, behind him is this big map of the U S uh, Probably six feet long. It's a massive map. And that's why I saw it behind him. I'm like, what is that? Like, I thought I saw his pins in it. At least I thought I did. And that, that was his, his vacation or something. And he goes, this is it safe? So then he pulls the map and behind it is a concrete fixture with his iron door on it. And on it or in it were two water pencils. I thought that was hysterical.
2: <laughs> Unsafe. Hysterical. That is hysterical. Like, I will squirt
0: the hell, I will squirt I will the hell squirt out of you. I will
2: squirt the hell out of you. Scary guy.
0: Take one step in my house. I will squirt you up and down.
2: Scary, scary man. Yeah. Love it.
0: All right, you got game for us, Jay Shalone.
3: Yes, sir. So, um, Don, because you know Don, he didn't fill out a, uh, a form. So this is Nashville because I know he lives in Nashville. Yeah, this yeah. Now.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: So we're starting off with food. Oh,
0: I love food. Amy loves. Food. I love food. I, know. <laughs> I think we all do. I found her little snack. I not found it, but now that I know where the snack,
2: I feel is, so bad that you didn't know we had snacks all this time. You were starving to death in the office. Starving to death.
0: And it is true. You have told me, and it just goes through <laughs> my little thin brain here. But now that I, now it's, it's archived in there, the collection's pretty remarkable. There's like anything you want in there.
2: There's some good stuff in there, but I, I do need to restock. I like those fig bars. Those were good.
0: Bring the fig
3: bar. I love the fig oh, bars I'm too. I the bars. I'm just curious because you guys are in the office so much that you had these like secret
0: breakfasts, brunches. Dude, you got it. I'm telling you, man, once a week it's worth it. We'll pay gas yeah. and mileage, I mean, or something. Just come but- up
2: and have a Taylor Egg ham and cheese with us.
0: Yeah, for God's sake. I said prayer. a Taylor
2: egg ham. Was nobody going to call me on that? Taylor ham egg and cheese. You guys just let yeah, me go. Yeah,
0: you're a poser. You're, you're a Jersey <laughs> poser.
3: When, when we went out to dinner and uh, everybody was like questioning my food choices and I was like, I'm on keto. I can't have any carbs. And they looked at me like I just killed somebody's child. Like,
0: What? <gasps> Like we we were pretty tame. I thought sometimes like we go pretty crazy. We're pretty tame at that. We're very tame. Yeah. We're pretty, we're pretty fine.
2: Yeah. I just, I want to up level our next meal though. That one was, uh, yeah, yeah, we need, we need, we need, I want to take us for our next one. I know where I want to go. Well then let's do it. Okay.
0: We should do when when Kelsey gets back and hear her story. Yes. I, uh, I thought that our trip to Cape Cobb was one of my favorite ones. I just, it was so cool hanging out, watching the water go by. Jeremy made, you know, surprise, surprise, a most amazing meal. It was just so relaxed. I love that trip.
3: That was uh, the, the, the house was unbelievable. The, the scenery. I mean, I can't, uh, I hope I want to have money so I can live in a house like yeah. that. But if it happens, I I've been there. So I'm okay. I can.
2: I think our retreats need that. one whole other day. Cause that was just so nice. And I hated that. We Yeah, had we to eat one eat more day. day. Yeah. One more chill day. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. On the, on the national. Okay. Food. So, Nashville hot chicken is a popular dish that consists of cayenne, garlic, and what other component? Is it bacon, mustard, pickles, or maple syrup? Do you say syrup or syrup?
2: Syrup. What do you say, I Mike? I say syrup. We say.
3: I used to say syrup, but I think it's syrup. I think syrup? that's the yeah. right Could be wrong.
0: Or syrup. Syrup.
2: I say syrup. I say syrup. With its hearty syrup.
3: That's another thing I can't have, and I love uh I love is maple syrup. It. Yeah, because sugar.
0: All right, we have some maple trees where we are. I should tap into a few, start my own little syrup. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: There, there you go. That's next on your list. Yeah. You're like, so my truck's done. <laughs> now I got maple syrup. Dude, I started uh, the truck today.
2: Oh, exciting. Yeah. I, I just
0: ordered the wheels. I want to talk to you. About I got that. black rhino wheels.
2: <gasps> How big a lift are you going?
0: I'm going 25 inches. It's actually going to be taller than your house. So like, like when I come, when I come, up, I can't aim outside the house. You'll walk out and say, where are you? You'll be, I'm over you. <laughs> Cause it's so, no, I'm doing two inches. Okay. It's like a, a small lift.
2: Okay. A small. Lift.
0: That's cool though. Just a little bit. Like I, when I met with the guy who's doing it, he's like, so what's your intended use? I said, it's my daily ride. And I want to be a poser. If I said I don't want to look like I'm trying to be a poser, he's like, he goes, You're the first guy who's integral. Because he goes, like that's what most most people want to do.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah when you so when you were talking about the winch, you're like, I want a winch, but I don't want it visible. I'm like, I've never heard of this before. Like, <laughs> yeah, can
2: they do can it? Do- can they do a winch? No, he said he,
0: he goes, how many times are you gonna take it off-roading? I said, one time. He goes, You don't need a winch. He says, You don't need a winch. I said, I want to winch.
2: Wait a minute. What's a what's the what's a winch compared to i I'm thinking of a T- uh, toe thing. What's a winch? Yeah. Is it?
3: Yeah, a winch has a line with a motor that pulls.
2: Okay. Or it pulls it. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, the winch. Yeah.
0: It's not a wedge
3: which brings beer. <laughs> <laughs> not to get up on that, but uh, you can, if you don't want to get a winch, Mike, ask him about a, a locker. Ask him about a differential locker instead. Because that, that goes into the differential, so you won't even know it's there. And you can turn it on and off.
0: Oh, yeah, to climb better.
3: Well, yeah. So people think four wheel drive is all four wheels. Yeah, turn yeah, yeah. yeah. At the same time, but that's not actually how it works. You still have uh, because the the open differential, which most of them come with, one wheel gains more traction than the other one on the same yeah. axle. So if you get a locker, you can lock it so that all all four move. Yeah, but if you drive it on a road, it'll break it because the wheels turn at different speeds when you're going around a corner. Yep. Yeah, Got there's it. like a whole. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. They're out on. Good differentials uh okay nashville was the first city in the u.s to get a license for which of the following television am radio fm radio or ham radio
2: mm.
0: i've never listened to ham radio
3: mm. we don't we don't really listen to it it's more like a uh, like a community oh well, i guess you do listen
0: to yeah, it. yeah isn't it an international isn't that the longest range is ham
3: yeah you need a license um but I, th- I thought I, d- I didn't think maybe people do broadcast shows. I thought it was more for like emergency use and and things like that.
0: The M stands for modulation, right? Like frequency modulation, amplitude mod. I assume that's what AM is, amplitude. I don't know what modulation. Ham is.
2: I never even thought to question what those letters stand for.
0: Yeah, and I'm not even saying I'm right. I'm just guessing.
2: Yeah, but still, uh.
0: I assume it's the type of
3: wave. But. I see ham radio, and I just get hungry for me too. Park, so. I know. Me too. I
2: immediately wanted a sandwich.
0: (laughs) Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question three. In 2004, what was Nashville designated as? Was it the safest city? The city with with the most opera houses? The cleanest city? Or the friendliest city?
0: I can see Nashville qualifying for all four. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Nashville.
3: Nashville is cool.
2: I haven't explored it. Got to do that.
0: All right. Good pulled pork. All right, Aim.
2: All right.
3: So uh, Nashville hot chicken's popular dish consists of cayenne, garlic, and what other components?
2: I'm going with mustard since it's a hot dish. I'm hoping that helps make it hot. Uh, Nashville's a little sweeter
0: than that. I'm saying maple syrup. Oh, you're both wrong. It's pickles. Oh, I was
2: going to oh. go with pickles.
3: pickles. Yeah, so they use the, the pickle brine kind of like uh, Chick-fil-A. They marinate the, uh, the chicken in the pickle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they also add
2: pickles. Now it. I'm really hungry. I am really hungry for a so.
3: I love it. Four o'clock. I haven't eaten all day. I'm starving. Oh, dying right now. Uh, okay, question two. Nashville was the first city in the U.S. to get a license for what?
2: FM radio. FM radio. FM is that very radio, good, yeah. Mike. Nice. nice. Mike gets one.
0: Because Nashville's friggin' magnificent. That's what FM stands for. Friggin'. I try to throw you both off. That's
2: it. You just. Re- Yep. with us before you knew yep. all along. Yeah, the modulation bullshit. You guys are <laughs> just it's totally fell for it. Totally. Yeah. Classic. All
3: it. right, and then question three: um Nashville was designated as what in 2000?
2: Most opera houses. Opera. I agree.
3: Friendliest. It was the friendliest city.
2: Really? I got none yep. right. None. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go to Nashville. Check it out myself. Do my own research i am back i am back
0: baby after two weeks of being beaten down by amy (laughs) i'm back
2: (laughs) well done mike well done
0: thank you all right my friends we hope you enjoyed this show of mike up in your business and enjoy the company of amy and shalom uh we would be honored seriously and you may have heard me say this before but have you done it would you rate the show go to rateourpodcast.com. that's the best way for us to get further exposure so i'd really appreciate if you do that make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode any questions you have, email me, askmike at mikekalowicz.com. Okay. okay, wishing you good
2: times. Good times wished for you.
0: <laughs> oh, that's better. Oh, good. Good times wished for you.
2: I've seen a lot of Star Wars. I'm doing Yoda back. Back Yoda talking.
0: If you are looking for relevant and high-quality links for your business, then you need to check out bbbuzz.com. BB Buzz gives you real links from relevant websites. They also have a 100% transparency policy on how and where they get you your links. BBBuzz also gives you 24-7 access to their project tracker that lists the prospective client as well as the link's progress. BBBuzz is the creative, personable, link-building outreach you need that gets you the quality paid and unpaid links you want. Go to BBBuzz.com to learn more. That's B-I-B-I-Buzz. If you aren't using promotional apparel and merchandise to get your name out there, you are missing a big opportunity. A study by Georgia Southern University showed that 71.6% of respondents who received a promotional product remembered the name of the company and 76.3% had a favorable attitude toward the brand. Since 2015, Green Monkey Promotions has been a leader in helping businesses select targeted, cost-effective, and industry-relevant promotional items and corporate apparel that truly set them apart from the competition. With over 750,000 unique promotional items available and corporate branded apparel, including the top brand names and clothing, Green Monkey can get your name out there or, if you already have uniforms, save you thousands every year by replacing them with high quality apparel that you actually own. Green Monkey can even assist with product warehousing, inventory management, and order fulfillment services. Check out Green Monkey by going to greenmonkeypromotions.com and email them with the code Mike2021 to get 10% off your order.